0: and anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links, or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. Setting boundaries, setting boundaries, and then setting more boundaries,
1: and then holding your boundaries firm because they will get ignored over and over and over. And it's hard to maintain your boundaries when people are pushing in on them a lot.
0: This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels, from brand new to burnt out, who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business, too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today, Audrey and I are fielding another question from you. This is phototherapy, but first... A note from the folks who support this show. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. The holidays are the best time of year to offer print sales and encourage clients to create meaningful printed gifts. PickTime's holiday campaigns are crafted with beautiful visuals and copy all ready to go with sets of emails and gallery banners. And this year, they are even available in multiple languages. What does this mean? I've been using PickTime's campaigns for the past couple of years, and they are a game changer. You simply assign a campaign like this one, the holiday marketing campaign, to a gallery, and it automatically reaches out to your client with your offer for you. It reminds them, and it lets them know when they only have a day left. These campaigns have been such a game changer in my business. More money for me, better stuff for my clients to walk away with. And right now, if you use code PHOTOBIZHELP, when you sign up for PickTime, you'll get one bonus month. So head over to PickTime, do the holidays right in your business, use code PHOTOBIZHELP and get one bonus month. I'm recording now. <laughs> I'll let you initiate it. Okay, <laughs> this is so fun. This will be photo therapy number four. I like this. I like answering questions from Me other too. people instead of coming up with the content ourselves. Hi, hi. I agree
1: hundred percent. What we said. It just feels.
0: It's just fun. It's super fun. If you're listening and you want to submit a question to us, please do. Just email helpdesk at help dot com, and then just in the title use phototherapy so we can find it easily, and then we'll use select questions on an upcoming episode. Hopefully, it'll help you out. All right, how are you, Adri?
1: I'm doing pretty good. It's nice and snowy here, which I'm not a fan of winter, but it looks really pretty. So
0: it does. It looks pretty outside my window too. I have a big pine tree, and it's it looks very like snow globey. It can
1: stay. Till New Year's and then it can all go away. I know. In my opinion.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, I got a new VR workout game today. It's a boxing game. Exciting. Called Supernatural that is really, really fun because you get to go to different places in the world. Like they're these beautiful, pretty realistic landscapes and they just plunk you in there and then you get to do your workout. That's fun the shapes fly at your face and then you punch them and whatever. But it's kind of a nice escape for winter. It's sort of like the Peloton where they have like the rides through places all over the world. It's like a nice little, yeah. I know it's digital. It's not the same as being there, but since we're in Minnesota, it's kind of cool to just have a little mental break from the the cold in the winter.
1: I wonder if like psychologically that does something for your happiness. Cause you know how winter you get the winter blues or Ken.
0: Yeah. I wonder
1: if there's something with like virtually being in a warm, happy, sunshiny environment that just like helps.
0: (laughs) I think so. And it might be I wasn't exercising regularly for a good chunk of 2021. I was just walking the dog and, you know, going for hikes and stuff. But I wasn't I've always been kind of like a like a regular exerciser and I was just bored. You know, I had the Peloton and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I got this VR thing thinking it wouldn't be that great. And it, I don't know if it's just cause I'm moving my body more. I only do like 15 or 20 minute, not even, I mean, sometimes I do 10 minute ones, but I think that it's the combo of just like getting my heart rate up and being in like a cool place, like a beach or mm-hmm. today I was in the mountains. It was a lake in Oregon. So it was like this beautiful, calm lake with all these pine trees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was great. And there you are just like, oh, yeah.
0: It's doing uppercuts and stuff. So I do think it doesn't, I mean, again, it's not like so realistic that you forget that you're in VR, but it's realistic enough that I think you're right. I think it probably has a little boost to the mood.
1: They should throw like a grizzly bear in there. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine a workout video where like fight off the grizzly bear?
0: Oh, my God.
1: Poke the eyes.
0: <laughs> Did I tell you about the zombie run app I used to do for years and years and years? Oh, my God. Well, it's called Zombies Run. And it was, gosh, I think I joined it in like 2014. I was really into running. I've never been super long distance, but I really liked getting out for two or three miles. I always made me feel really good. But again, with the boredom, I think my brain just needs the gamification that works really well for me so they (laughs) you can like mess with the settings a bunch but one of the settings is being chased by zombies and so all of a sudden you're hearing this like story this narrative you know like it's this story that you follow so every time you go out to run it's a new episode the audio ducks under any music you have going so it'll be like your music and then they'll come on and they'll be like okay We need to go over and find more food for the, you know, like there's a narrative. It's a story. Are you serious? But then if you have zombie chases on, you can turn them off, but I always had them on. (laughs) It'll be like warning zombies approaching. And it keeps track of because you're gathering like supplies on this run. So it'll say like you found a pack of food or whatever. So you're gathering supplies, you're running, you're listening to the storyline. And then the zombies (laughs) start chasing you. And if you don't run, if you don't outrun them, they take all your shit. So you've like, (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe this is a thing and that I didn't know about this. It's bonkers. It's so silly. I mean, not that I would have gone running. It's so silly. And like, it works because you'll hear like the audio is kind of like 3D audio or like it feels like they're right on your tail. And then even when I've been like dead tired, I'm like, okay, the zombie, I gotta run the zombies, you know? Every time I see someone out
1: jogging now, I'm just going to, like, have a whole new perspective on, like, what's actually going on in their head. And (laughs) that, like, makes me really happy. Yeah. It's fun. That's great. Yeah. That's brilliant, though. I can see how that you just kind of trick yourself
0: sometimes. I know. I mean, you can also just put on a podcast and go out for a run or whatever. But for whatever reason, you can do these, like, supply drops because you're playing (laughs) on your phone. You have a little base camp. So you're, like, building buildings it's a total game and it's so silly but maybe you need more supplies so you could just do a supply run where you drop a pin on the map and then you put the headphones in and run there and they're like you're almost there and they keep track oh, of so cool. where you are and they're like supplies acquired and then you run back i don't know again we should probably talk about the question for today but that's okay. that's the weird world of my trying to make my body movement Fucking interesting natalie's girl I
1: love that. I could see that working really well. I love that.
0: You were saying you want to try like a dance thing for for some movement?
1: Yeah. For exercise, I was, I don't know how it popped up on my feed. That's just my algorithm. But it
0: was like some
1: booty shaking, twerking dance exercise video. I'm like, that would be
0: fun. Yes. I've said it before. I'll get off the VR train in a second. But one thing I do now that it's winter, normally I like to go outside and take walks and stuff but if it's cold I'll throw the headset on for 10 minutes and something like beat saber which is like this music movement game it's like your heart gets pumping and it's 10 minutes you know it's gotta it can't be bad for you you know right just yeah take breaks and do a little little twerking whatever you whatever <laughs> you gotta do
1: the perks from working from home the twerking perks
0: the twerking perks cool well let's should we get into this question <laughs> on that note <laughs> We've got our question for today, which I'll read right now. It says, what are your favorite tips for getting through total burnout during busy season? Yep. Which we're kind of, again, we're in Minnesota here. It's mid-November as we're recording this. Busy season typically is sort of like fall, peaking in October and kind of trickling Mm -hmm. off now. Not to say that there isn't a massive editing pile for most of us right now, but... You want to go first?
1: Sure. Yes. I don't know why I keep saying sure, sure, like that. Sure. Sure. It's not how I normally say it. <laughs> That's my podcast voice. <laughs> yes. Because I literally just went on a rant last night on my Instagram stories about boundaries and phones and just, I mean, it all, it's all under the same umbrella of like burnout and just life overwhelm, which I feel like I've been in a state of burnout for many years, kind of like up and down. And I think this last year was probably the lowest and the scariest because I hit a point of really not feeling like I could pull myself out of it. Mm. And then it was really scary to feel that way because it's like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I have to pay the bills. I just, I don't, what if I can't? (laughs) And, you know, in the past it was always like, well, I go just pull up what do they say your bootstraps I don't know what the phrase is
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and just go out there and hustle and you know you get a side job I just had none of that left in me so yeah you shouldn't have to get to that point to make big changes but I did and then it was kind of like if I don't change things I won't survive so I need to change things and I think one of the biggest things I've done so this is kind of like a pre-burnout solution mm-hmm. And I'll give some thoughts on like if when you're actually in burnout, what to do, but setting boundaries, setting boundaries, and then setting more boundaries Mm -hmm. and then holding your boundaries firm because they will get ignored over and over and over. And it's hard to maintain your boundaries when people are pushing in on them a lot, but they will. And not to be... Not, not intentionally and not to be mean and not because they don't respect you. It's just because people aren't paying attention, really. <laughs> yeah. So my boundaries that I've recently set and over this last year and been really upholding, the biggest one for me is being very clear about my communication. I don't know if that's really a boundary, but it's just something I've been very, very clear on lately is my communication about what I need, what I can do, what I can't do. For example, today we're chatting and I said at the beginning of the conversation, I do have to be done at 2.30. I don't have anything going on at 2.30 other than I have to get back to working things. But that's just something that I know if I don't set boundaries like that, I start to get overwhelmed and burned out because I don't get all my stuff done. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I do. Yeah. And I set that kind of time boundary a lot with everybody. So I'll be like, you know, a friend will be like, let's get coffee. And I'm like, sure, I can meet between this time and this time and I can stay for two hours. So that ahead of time, I'm setting that boundary. And then I'm s- if I get to the coffee date and it's two hours and we're like, this feels great. I want to keep going. I can do that. But at least I have that like
0: set. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're not over. You're just not overwhelmed. Like you said, when you have a lot on your plate, I think we we forget to give ourselves boundaries you know when we're working for someone else they implement the boundary most often like this is what time you have to be here this is what time you can leave and this is what I need done today when you're working for yourself it's it's all you so learning to do that for yourself is a oddly difficult skill set to learn because I had the same thing happen last night it was kind of late at night I had a client say hey can we chat quick on the phone about an upcoming session and I said, "Totally." I'm available after 3 o'clock tomorrow. Doesn't mean I couldn't have fit them in at 9 a.m., but I prefer to have my morning and do my Mm -hmm. workout or whatever I'm doing, and that just makes me a happier person. I get to get all my other stuff done without getting kind of pulled in a bunch of different directions. I think that's another point to the whole boundary thing is it keeps you from feeling like you're pulled in too many different directions without really having a solid start to your day. So if you can organize your day and put up those boundaries so that you know you have ample time to kind of get everything done, it it feels better. You just feel more focused, you know, even if Mm -hmm. you said, or like I said, you technically have the time. I don't know why. I do know why. We're just, it's kind of hammered into us from when we're little. Our culture is very much like a working culture. You know, you just mentioned like, Pull yourselves up by your bootstrap or whatever. You know, I mean, we're expected to constantly be on and productive. And I think it's again challenging to teach yourself that like part of managing that means not stretching yourself too much. I guess is Mm -hmm. I'm trying to articulate this, but I think not taking the call at 9 a.m. this morning and instead just offering the time I had after three made my day already better because I could take my time this morning and I didn't have to be like awake and sharp and and ready. Yep. Boundaries.
1: And like the hardest lesson I think I've had to learn this last year is, is that like I am responsible for a lot of things in my life and it can be easy to be like put the blame outside of yourself and not that you should sit there and bash yourself and blame yourself. That's not productive. But like My lack of boundaries, my lack of my inability to uphold boundaries, my people pleasing, my stretching myself too thin. At the end of the day, I was the one that signed up for all that stuff. Right. (laughs) So I think truly at the core, I was just irritated as all hell with myself for like, why did I do this to myself? And it's just easier to put it on other people. But it really is. But at the same time, that's like where you can get your power back because you can take control over certain things. I mean, there are definitely circumstances where it is outside forces that are doing you wrong. Sure, but there's you have a lot of power in that, and if you you know speak clearly and then stick to your guns of like, I am shutting my computer down at four o'clock. That was another one that I put into place. Is I'm done. I'm done working all day long.
0: Yeah. I'm done at four. Yeah. 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 And that's again, it's like self self managing, which is Mm -hmm. it's weird to get used to if you're not used to doing it. And it feels like you can you should if you have time, you should be working. But that's not necessarily true. That's where the burnout creeps in, like putting like I'm done at five or I'm done at whatever. For me, it's the morning. I like to give myself a nice slow morning and I feel so much better when I do sit down to work. But I was thinking about one of the things that I did more related to actual running the photo business or two things I did that really helped me not feel burnt out. And one was that we've talked about this before, but that I said, I'm not shooting outdoors unless it's within 90 minutes of sunset. Mm -hmm. And the reasons for that, you know, if you're a photographer, you know, but light can be really harsh in the summer and early fall if if you're out there at 2 p.m., And me showing up knowing that I was going to have a high quality lighting experience, since we're natural light photographers, made everything so much easier. It made the post-production easier. So my editing went faster. Mm -hmm. The photos are more consistent. So that was one thing that really helped me not feel as burnt out because everybody, like if you're trying to fix bad out of camera photos and you have a huge stack of them, it's just, it feels like it takes Mm -hmm. forever and it takes a lot out of you. But for me to sit down and edit, you know six mini sessions all in similar light was such a game changer you know not to not to be like trying to meet other people's kids nap schedules or bedtime mm-hmm. routines or whatever just saying like this is when I'm available that was huge the other one was that I took a huge chunk of october off i took like 10 days in october mm. in the middle of october and i just didn't book shoots knowing that i'd be shooting heavy up until then. And then I'd be shooting heavy again on the other side of that. So it gave me this glorious chance to stay com- I'm super caught up and I've been busier than I've ever been because I th- I think it's because I had that time where I didn't have to go somewhere to shoot, where where I still was sitting down at my desk working. Uh-huh. But when people wrote to me and said, Are you available? I just said, I'm available either up until this point or or at the end of the month. And it was
1: Amazing! So that's so smart.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna do that next year for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah, that's really smart.
0: I think it ended up being like 60 mini sessions, and that was from mid September till now. That's a lot of sessions, and it's like, yeah, (laughs) woo! I (laughs) mean, it's most I've ever done in a stretch like that. It's a ton, and to have, I mean, even just burnout, like I was a better photographer because. I was showing up after that 10 days feeling pretty fresh, you know, and then I had another mm-hmm. swarm of, of minis. So I think those are two examples of like, I don't want to shoot in crappy light and I don't want to shoot every day, all the time, the entire fall. Like I need a break. I need to put my camera down. So for me, those were two really big ones and maybe that'll help someone Yeah, someone else.
1: You bring up a good point by saying like, for me, those were the things that worked. I think. You know, if you're currently burnt out and you can't, like, go back and change the things you've committed to necessarily, I think what you should start with is, like, sitting down and thinking about the things that are, like, sucking the life out of you each day. We all have certain things that, like, just we put off and hate and they just kill us. Yeah. And evaluate those and see if there's any any ways that you can change how that shows up in your life. Um, I'm trying to think of some examples. Yeah. But I think that's a good place to start. And also, I know that like the last couple months of, you know, having dealt with burnout and still being burnt out and and trying to just get through these few months of being super booked, I just decided to take the easy way out for a lot of things. (laughs) For example, I bought a lot of like canned soup and frozen meals for myself. It's not normally how I would eat, but I was like, I just need to take a few things off my plate that just are too much. Yeah, yeah. I didn't end up raking all the leaves in the yard and it's fine. It's whatever. I, you know, yeah. I'm wearing the same five outfits on rotation because it's just easier than instead of thinking about what to wear. <laughs>
0: These are like perfect examples of ways, especially, you know, the question was during busy season, like find ways where you can lighten the load a little bit. And that definitely extends into your your regular life. You know, I mean, Mm a thousand percent. One other thing that popped into my head that I don't want to forget that I did uh, a couple of years ago was shorten my sessions so i have the minis which are used to be 20 minutes my minis are now 15 that's again that's a personal choice because i'm a fast shooter but my family sessions i i offered a 30 minute package whereas i used to always only do an hour or more and sometimes that does the trick too because you you know if you are a an efficient shooter And if, you know, like me, you're really fast, you can get everything you need in much less time than you think if you're not doing some sort of big production, you know, of a shoot or something really Mm -hmm. involved. I mean, for a few good photos, which most people, that's what they're looking for in the fall, at least, that's made a huge difference. It's less to call. It's less to edit. It's just less. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that might be something to look at. If you're showing up and doing an hour at the park with every single family client, you may not need to do an hour, especially if oh gosh, yeah. they are um, looking for just a holiday holiday photo. I have like a thing that I added to my contact form that said, are you looking for just a few good ones or are you looking for something more in depth? So as soon as they even contact me, they're already being forced to think about like, oh, do I just need like a couple for the holiday card or do I really want like a nice story mm-hmm. collection? And I get about 50, 50, you know, it's, it's nice to see that like people come right into it thinking that way so that I have the flexibility to be like, we're, we only need 20 minutes. Trust me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really smart. Yep. Yeah. Any other fave tips? I really like the ones you brought up about just looking at your personal life too, being like, mm-hmm. can I just simplify some of the, you know, stuff yeah. I'm doing with, with food or with whatever, you know? Yep. Taking some things off my plate. Hire a house cleaner, you know?
1: Yeah. If you're able to. Yeah. Yeah. That would be
0: a huge one. It really all does play together. You know, it's all Mm -hmm. connected when you're running a business by yourself. I'm trying to think of anything specifically photo related, but I think we covered that one pretty well. I mean, you know, there's boundaries and simplifying things and maybe shortening up the amount of time that you're putting in. Creating spaces that are fun to shoot in, so that your post production—I mean, that's where people feel really weighed down. Like, right. how can you make your post production easier? And we've already covered a few. What did, did you remember? it Yes,
1: and it, it is related to photography. But we were t- chatting about this earlier when we were just talking you and I, and you know, it's busy season, so my schedule has been booked in full since like August, but. I'm getting lots of new inquiries and just lots of stuff. People are starting to ask about spring sessions. And my email is one thing that really overwhelms me personally. So, something I did with my email was I set up a vacation responder to pretty much just be on the whole time these last couple months. And it says, you know, I'm booked in full until the first of the year and it's busy season. So, it may take me, I said, a week to respond because honestly, that's how long it can take me. <laughs> hmm. And that just kind of helped eliminate that stress of like, oh my God, I have not been in my inbox in four days. And I know there's people in there wondering where I am and blah, blah, blah.
0: Totally. That just made me think of a really good one. So, like managing expectations. Like, if you're listening, you're like, I hate my email inbox too, then make sure that you have some kind of expectation set where people are like, oh, she's not going to get back to me for 48 mm-hmm. hours, like, or whatever it is. That's one. And then the other one that's really helpful for me is if I look, at my production list and I'm like, oh gosh, that's due tomorrow. I don't think I'm going to get to that. Just send them a note, say, I will get to this in the next few days. Your photos are almost ready. Thanks for being patient. It's a really busy time of year. That way yes. you've opened that communication door and you've given yourself like just you reaching out and taking the initiative and opening that door relieves so much oh my stress. It's It doesn't seem like it's a huge thing to do, but for me, it's it's a magic if I do find myself behind it's like instead of what would you rather do take the effort to like see if you're on time and reach out to the folks that you're like a little behind on or have someone send you an angry email you know like where are my photos you know and that's what we're all kind of that's what stresses us out you know that's at least one one of the things so yeah yeah managing expectations I'm glad you brought that up I'm glad you brought it up too like that's
1: seriously (laughs) yes that. That is exactly it. Because sometimes it's just like the story that you're making up in your head about the person being mad at you that stresses you out more than the actual situation. And if you just send, if you just take initiative to be like, hey, photos will be ready in just a few days, keep an eye out in your email. Or, you know, I had somebody reach out with a retouch request. And I said I would tackle it within the week and then the week went by and i'm like i actually can't get this done so i just instead of like ignoring it and being like well next week i you know made sure to reach back out and just be like hey this is what happened and this is why but it'll be done by this time and then i just right. like did it for free because i felt like whatever yep managing expectations that's brilliant
0: yes to sort of wrap up we've talked about setting boundaries Mm-hmm. Giving yourself some time off if you need it—that's uh, a good one. Simplifying your home life or your sort of outside of work life, whether that's pre-prepared meals or whatever. And then this last one is managing expectations.
1: Oh, we're good.
0: I think those are all really, really good ones. I do too. Anything else? I think that's good. I think that's. <laughs> I'm sure we'll think of something in like a second. But- <laughs> That was a great question and it's very uh, well-timed, I think. We're all sort of right in it right now. So thank you. And we will be back with another question next time. A quick reminder, if you are listening and you'd like to submit a question about life, business, or both, just send a note to helpdesk at photobusinesshelp.com. And then if you can put phototherapy in the title, that's the name of the segment we're doing here. And uh, we'll get to your question yeah yeah cool go team thanks Audrey yeah I'll talk to you soon just a quick reminder use code PHOTOBIZHELP at PickTime for one bonus month if you've been on the fence join PickTime give these holiday campaigns a try they are a game changer your clients will be happy you'll make a little extra cash and your clients will walk away with gorgeous products from their session go to PickTime use code PHOTOBIZHELP for one bonus month One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats to get 50% off your first year.